So can you text Pan? Uh, who wants to be Pan? Spo yeah. can be Pan. Okay, I'm Pan too. Just just say like what's up fuckers and something about goth girls. Fuckers. <laughs> wow, Spo, you're Spo, you're killing it. You're, yeah. you're no right. You're nailing it. I suppose bringing it. All right, all right. Let's 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 go down the line. Let's all do our best pan pizza impression. We're we recording wait. this part, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, Craig is recording this for us. No, oh, thanks, Craig. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, Pan Pizza, and I love goth girls. Yeah, yeah, like that. Hey, <laughs> it's me. Oh. Pan pizza. What? <laughs> I can't do it. You, got, you have to. Yeah, that's all I can do. Goth girls. <laughs> Whoa, that that actually that got was, close. That was a little too real. Close, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, Jim, your turn. Your turn. Hey, what's up, fuckers? <laughs> Time for the pizza party podcast. Well, I gave you all a phrase to say, and none of you fucking followed it. Good job. <laughs> hey, what's up, everyone? It's Pan Pizza, and I love goth girls. Yeah, the the yeah got pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And you, Swo, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Come on. Okay. Hey, what's up? It's Pan Pizza. What's up, fuckers? Goth girls. Yeah, yeah. That's the best one. That's the best mm-hmm. one. Yeah, closest. Man, You're... now, if things were perfect, right now would be Pan being like, oh, it's my turn. And then he did it, but he's still not oh, here. Oh, Pan's here. I I thought it was 8 Central. Never mind. What? I thought it, I was confused. I was 8 Central. <laughs> Or seven central. I said seven central, eight p.m. Eastern. You idiot. Fuck. Hey everybody, it's the Rebel Taxi Pizza Party <laughs> Podcast. I'm Pan Pizza. <laughs> Who are you, people? <laughs> That's not me. Hey, hey, I'm Nolan. It's me. Yeah. It's Izzy. I'm hey guys, it's Jim. No, <laughs> you're not Jim. Hey, what's up? It's Jim. And today, <laughs> quality voice crack. No, quality. Hey, what's up? It's Jim. And today, I'm going to talk about why The Incredibles 2 was disappointing. And Nolan <laughs> was right. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, so, Pan, introduce your podcast. I It's the Rebel Taxi Pizza Party Podcast, and I'm Pan Pizza, not that other guy. It's me, no one else. Uh-huh, if you say so. Yeah! Okay. Are yeah. you sure? Yes. Wait, was that Macho Man? <laughs> Is that Cool Cat? <laughs> not, cool that's cat. like Macho not Man show. if you're squeezing his testicles. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. He was like, halfway, he's like, Spider-Man! <laughs> <laughs> That's that's always rises to the top. I wish he had just been responsible for naming every Marvel character. It goes, Captain America. (laughs) I'll call you Black Panther. That's a cute. You're so tiny. I'll call you (laughs) Ant-Man. I know a guy named Hulk Hogan. You can be the Hulk. That's a cute outfit, Bonesaw. Did your husband make it for you? Actually, he did. He bought me this for our 10-year anniversary. Not only is he my lover, he's my best friend and my soulmate. I'm not ashamed of who I love, nor should I be. For someone with strange abilities due to, I assume, accidental exposure to radioactive spider blood, you're not very tolerant of those who are different from yourself. You're on the wrong side of history, Spider-Man. 
I loved when, when people posted that meme, like, because clearly when Homecoming was coming out, everyone watched it and went, whoa, Spider-Man's homophobic, hold up, and, like, like made everybody second-guess it. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck was Spider-Man's problem, huh? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Spider-Man's like, I'm accepting of all people except for gays. I don't like yeah, gays. Yeah, fuck you, Spidey. <laughs> Bisexuals, no, I- lesbians, they're all fine. Just the gays. <laughs> Actually, oh shoot! I just I just realized that is literally Chris Chan's old ideals. Imagine no. Imagine how differently the first Spider-Man movie would have gone. Uncle Ben, no, please, uh, Peter. I've wanted to tell you this for such a long time. I'm gay. Yo, hold up. What? <laughs> <laughs> now I have to be Spider-Man to justify my sexuality. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Uncle, green. Guy. I have some reading material for you. <laughs> uh, Uncle Ben, I know I know you're dying, but let's go to conversion therapy really quick. Oh yeah. yeah. No, no, the there's the speaker. There's a speaker I really want you to listen to. He's a Canadian professor. He's really great. Oh no. This is <laughs> the Green Goblin is like, I could be like a father to you. I had a father. It definitely wasn't Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> This is alt-right Spider-Man. Alt-writer man. <laughs> Whiter man. I saw Tobey Maguire at the Broadway show for the Elephant Man, so he can't be gay. No, he can't, he can't be homophobic. Uh, he, he goes to Broadway shows, so no. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Tobey Maguire plays the character Spider-Man, you idiot. Wait, wait. So Tobey Maguire could be at any Broadway show, because weren't you last... You were, you were in New York during... You saw Spider-Man yes. turn off the dark, and Tobey Maguire messed up his cameo in your life? <laughs> Basically, he didn't... <laughs> over there he showed up for the elephant man starring james franco man if your life if your life is the truman show you need a better booker i mean i, I saw toby there and i was like should i go up to him it's like nah it's like I, I got nothing to say that that's like when uh super bunny hop was at momocon and we wanted to go up to him and talk to him but we were too nervous and i was just like oh i want to talk to him but i'm too he looks bad oh. <laughs> so we mostly just pointed fingers when he was like two feet away from us and like it was very obvious we were talking about him. oh <laughs> So, Super Bunny Hop, if you, if somebody directs this to you, I'm sorry, please. Oh, yeah, that was so, I was hoping to run into him again, just to, like, kind of, like, I ran, in, I ran into him two other times, and I still didn't talk to him. Oh, I, I like, because he's, like, legitimately, like, someone, like, I truly 100% respect mm-hmm. on YouTube, because he, you Same. know, he, he makes such quality content, he's so smart, he's thoughtful, and then here we are making assholes of ourselves, talking about him in earshot. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Fred, Fred is also one of the more respectable YouTubers, really? too. Like, oh, I yeah. put him on the same level mm-hmm. as Bunny Hop. Yeah. I mean, you think so. <laughs> well, you, can, you make good quality content, even if your Twitter handle is Fred in the nude. Quality content. Content. Uh, I'm from Wisconsin, so that's that's where that comes from. My least favorite person I ran into at PopCon, or not PopCon, sorry, MomoCon, was a uh, was, uh, Gaijin Gooba who snubbed me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, before we, oh, before yeah. we get into the MomoCon app, uh, I'm Nolan. Who, who are the rest of you? Uh, no, I'm Jim. Izzy. I'm Izzy. Hey. Honorary member, new honorary member from MomoCon. Hey, it's Super Spell. And I'm Frederick Knudsen. I'm not yeah. going to be here the whole time. Yeah. So, um, super, um, super Spo is now an official um, honorary member of the podcast. Well, he, uh, Spo, Spo is our booth babe at MomoCon. He really he was. was. Who's yeah, a he, guest? Uh, he helped us out a lot. 
he, he introduced oh. himself. He, oh, it's right. Frederick Knudsen. What, 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 what do you do, Fred? I'm the I'm the down the rabbit hole guy. You may know me better as that guy that made those documentaries that were too long about Chris Chan and Dark Side Phil. Mm-hmm. That's not true. There's someone <laughs> that, that that has that title. There's this uh, Gino guy that's making like a uh, or like I think no Gino's. Okay, so actually, there's a little story behind that now. Gino Samuel has been going methodically through Chris Chan's life. Somebody started tagging the videos and flagging them for bullying and harassment, and the right. channel has now been suspended. Uh, and he's having to continue the series elsewhere, mm, like right. on his no, own I, website. I saw the update. I was going to bring that up. But yeah, like but this guy has at least seven hours of videos now about wow. Chris Chan. And we're not even we're not even close to like the midway point yet. Yeah, it's like it's part amazing. twelve out of like thirty or forty. I've or heard something. somebody say that there's more documentation on Chris Chan than there are of like presidents in the American history. That's Happy Harry <laughs> said that. By yeah. the way, <laughs> Harry be part, surprised. Uh, oh, yeah. said it. <laughs> take that, take that, Andrew. Uh, one's the one Garfield, not Andrew Garfield. What's the precedent? Sorry, Garfield the cat. No, I'm not sure that there's more documentation about Chris Chan than there are about presidents of the United States. I do believe that Harry Partridge has read far more about Chris Chan than he has the presidents of the United <laughs> States. <laughs> Haven't we all? It's I mean, I bet, I bet you there's more documentation on some some kid who posts on Instagram every day than, like, an American president. So the thing about that Christian documentary, though, is I'm amazed about... Because I've watched all the episodes he's put out. And I'm amazed that, depending on what episode, I am, like, on Chris's side versus the trolls. Like, I change each time because it just, at a certain point, it, it gets this. I'm actually shocked about how cringy the trolls are. Like, they're almost more cringy oh, than yeah. Chris. Oh yeah, yep. sometimes yep. That's, definitely. That's the thing with trolls; they always sometimes go too far. But then it's like you see some of the things Chris Chan says; it's like, oh. Well, think right. about the kind of person that's going to harass an autistic man who is very childlike online consistently for months on end, and even pretend to be his girlfriend. Like, what kind what? of person is going to do that? Right. Like, yeah, make exactly. these elaborate, like, like expensive pranks, like. It's on like honestly, Christian was no saint to begin with, but I blame no. his parents for that more than anything. But like, like, just it's just kind of it got like honestly like sickening after a while. Like maybe just maybe like like a funny haha joke, like a tweet or something is one thing, but like trying to like pr- like ruin his life and his self esteem is despicable and awful. I, oh, I, I, I hate to do this, but do we really want to be that another podcast talking about Chris Chan? All right, I just want to know, can I wrap so. up real quick? All right. Um, as far as the thing, we, I, I think it's still pretty, like, okay to call her or them uh, Chris Chan, and it doesn't erase their gender, since Chris is a gender-neutral name. I've, mm. I've met a lot of girls named Chris, because there's mm-hmm. a bunch of people complaining about the fact that she's a woman in the in the thing. I was very skeptical about her gender because, you know, it's like the, all the homophobia before. And then all of a sudden she, she uses weird phrases like I'm looking for bi and straight women, you know, and it's like that's that would be not what you're looking for if you're a girl. However, now that they came out as bi and they are on estrogen and they're on like HRT, it kind of puts a little bit more like longevity towards it. So I'm going to try and do my best and respect the pronouns. Also, it I kind of like in hindsight makes the way he acts a lot make more sense. How how so? I was gonna say it reminds me a lot of the pastor that turns out to be gay. 
yeah, someone who's like very um insecure about themselves and has a lot of inner like self hatred, and they project that by hurting others and making. I, I was considering that recently. Yeah, he was also raised concert like conservative, and as a a gay man who lived in a pretty conservative household, I can see a lot of the same things that happen. Yeah. So. All right, we're not a Christian podcast anymore. We're moving on. <laughs> How dare you? I'm, I'm cutting us off. Who are you to dictate what we talk about? Guest? Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. As long as Nolan doesn't become like a Catholic priest, he's fine. Yeah, so let's talk about a knothole resident. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, Incredibles 2. Yeah, it was, it was exactly what I predicted, and everybody is now mad at me. So <laughs> They're mad at you? Some people are getting really mad at you. Some people are getting frustrated with me. Like, why are you like saying it like that? Why are you being like so mean? I I, mean, in all fairness, is it because you wrote it? Hey, (laughs) no, sorry. Um, I I I am playing up a bit, but I was right. I I I was right about most everything except one minor detail. So you know, just be mad at me all you want. I am splayed wide open on this uh little balcony thing and everybody's blaring horns at me do what you want i don't care let's keep this spoiler free but i just want to say that mr incredible dies (laughs) (laughs) this is a momentous occasion superheroes from all over the planet the powers the costumes the mythic struggles Ozone. Elastigirl. Mr. Incredible. Hey, what about us? Ready? Wow. They're all back. Bigger than ever. Tickets available now. Uh, I like the movie, but um, I, I, I hate it. The villain was very generic. Like, it had a night, nice, yeah. a good idea, but they didn't flesh it out enough. No, it didn't connect to the themes of the. I mean, it's like not. Thing thing about it is like I had a good time with Incredibles too, but it's like when you, especially because I had I think because I don't know I re got into the first Incredibles and that movie's so tight and the uh, the syndrome is such a part of the themes and the story of that film and screen slayer slaver whatever mm-hmm. is just sort of like that doesn't like there's not parts early on in the film where you see people are just not going outside and watching TVs and are like sort of slaves to the screen necessarily. Mm -hmm. And like, if they had that running through the film, I would like get it more, but it just felt like, like just a anonymous villain. Like I I feel like the biggest problem with this movie is it didn't feel like it felt like another installment, but it didn't feel like, you know, a complete just whole narrative that worked within with the villain and, I don't know. I just it felt more sequely, but not in a good way. You know, they talk about how like the public perception of heroes is very mixed. Like some people hate superheroes and others don't. And you never really see the citizens' perspective at all. No, you don't. You just hear you, you just hear through the news, and that's it. You the only time apparently is in the very opening scene where the whole uh, place from a uh, Tony Reininger's perspective. Tony Reininger. Yes. Yeah. But th- that that whole sequence, although it's really interesting, like it's a cool idea. Like, let's see the a, a superhero fight from a, a civilian's perspective. Like, they, that's I don't think that's really been done in a superhero movie. But at the same time, it's like, well, what was the point of having it be from Tony Reiter's perspective? Because it's not the movie's not about Violet, and it's not really about Tony Reidinger. Like, they're kind of like I don't know C plot in this whole thing. 
So mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. why even like the opening? If you watch the opening of the first Incredibles and compared to the second Incredibles, the first Incredibles is all about setting up who these characters were before. It's an important point in the story. It like really you get who these people are, who they used to be, and how things have changed. And in the opening, you just get like, oh, Tony Reidinger forgot stuff, and here's the C plot is like not good enough. I don't. Yeah. It's like it sounds like pretty. a design by committee. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think because. The thing is with this and Finding Dory is it's sort of the similar situation where uh, Andrew Stanton really fucked up and made a bomb for Disney. And then uh, in this, Brad Bird, same thing with not as bad as John Carter, but Tomorrowland didn't do well. And so he knew he could just go back to Pixar and make a sequel and be a big director again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, uh, I don't know. The one thing that, like, really weirded me out, though, was, like, the one scene where, like, uh, Mr. Incredible and Beelzebub's, like, secret workout routine to Violet. I thought that was really uncomfortable and bizarre. What? What? So, like, there's this, like, scene where, like, Bob is, like, passed out on the couch, I think, and, like, Violet's, like, really upset, so she goes to talk to Mr. Incredible. And then um, she's, like, and she, like, gives him a hug, and she's, like, oh, have you been working out? And then Mr. Incredible's, like... Yeah, uh, me and your mom walk to the airstrip, and she like stretches her vagina like a mile wide, <laughs> and then God. he has to like squeeze his way through it. And like, if she throw, if he gets thrown off balance, he she like sucks him into her cervix, mm-hmm. and he's like there for a few days. Like, I thought that part was like gross and like really out of place. Like, I don't know why Brad Bird thought what that was is happening. Cool. Hey, I think that was a very As bold, stylistic hasn't choice. Seen the film yet? I'm so confused. <laughs> no, like. Like I, uh, the I I am totally behind too. I haven't seen the movie yet, and I'm trying to figure out: Are you like talking metaphors, or are you <laughs> fucking with me? Like the joke I like was, that. I found this picture, and then Nolan recited it live on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, somebody uh somebody edited this picture from a gold golden books Incredibles two oh, retelling, Canada. and just <laughs> just came up with that, and it's the worst. Thing I've ever heard, oh and I've God. and I've been using it ever since. Fuel, I like forum fuel. Okay, what, I, what is that book really though? Is it just like <laughs> dad? Dad doesn't sleep, and I'm gonna give him a hug. You're a great dad, it, and then he has a heart. I guess it's like the novelization where they condense everything to like. Oh my God! Uh, speaking of, speaking of like golden book adaptations, they did a golden book adaptation of uh the Revenge of the Sith, and one oh. of the fucking lines in it was Obi Wan didn't want to destroy his friend, and it was like what. Well, you can't say kill. You got to say destroy. With yeah, but you're gonna you're reading this to a little kid. Like like imagine a mom reading this to her kid at bedside because that's what golden books are for. And she goes, <laughs> "Now Obi Wan didn't want to destroy his best friend." Oh. I wonder how that book would handle like Anakin just slaughtering all the Jedi younglings, though. Like it seems like oh, I like, bet it's I, I, Sith. I really wish I I bought that book at uh, Harris Teeter when I had the chance. I really wish. There's a Lego version of that uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith story, and it had like it, it. Anakin didn't kill the kids; he just put them in like cages. Oh, that's well. That's more topical. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Wow, that's that's happening in my town. That's fucked up. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I'm coming. I'm coming down to Texas, so we'll we'll go bust them out like Sly Cooper style. Yeah. Oh, that would that. that would be amazing if I was like on Twitter and it'd be like, "Why is Pizza Party Podcast trending?" 
<laughs> no, no, it, no, it would be the Sly Pooper Challenge. No. We go into the offices of the guys who work at the cage on their desks and then leave. Oh. The Thievius Refugius. I feel like the, sto- the story would really be CNN would be like two, two men who are driving a rebel taxi came to, to free these children so question should we actually talk about momocon well, well hang on we're, we're still about incredibles like is there anything that yeah, we actually liked yeah. about incredibles 2 which no i haven't seen it yet so i'm like trying to like avoid i like the the action sequences and the lighting mm-hmm. and stuff like i liked i liked it on a superficial level i guess yeah if they were going to mention the secret workout routine why didn't they just show it <laughs> yeah, show i feel like tell. there should be come a, on a... brad bird you hack I, I kind of want a TV show, The Incredibles, like the exes, where it's their family drama and stuff, you know, and then it's also action. There's already been comic books about them. Like, there's what there was. No, who no one reads. I Oof. do. You want to make comics? That's you. You you make comics. You make comics. I that's because I want to make cartoons. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> hey, what about the short at the beginning? Did it did it give you guys the honey nut filios? saying that i mean no i I really like the shirt i noticed people reacted to it in weird ways but how did your theater react uh they just went like like what the fuck like it was a lot a lot of that (laughs) but i was sort of like i was like sort of wanted to like stand up and go guys it's a metaphor (laughs) but but i got kicked out of doing that before an angry bird so I mean, I mean, if he, that feels more like mercy on the part of the theater, but oh, is this Undertale? My my theater was like <laughs> uh, was respectable, except there was one kid who was like crying when the mother went too far. Yeah, too far and bored her son. That that short hits too close to home. That was an ominous fucking statement. You'll see when you when you see it. I guess. Yeah. See right, when you good. see when I take you to see Incredibles too. So I guess the short ten out of ten and. And Incredibles out of 10, what would you all give it? Hey, it's better than Monsters University. Yeah. I was right out um, of 10. It was better than Toy Story 3, I guess, out of 10. Wait, wait what? I would <laughs> what? say so. Really? No. I think. Come on. No. Oh. Wow. The best so, part about Toy Story 3 was the last couple minutes of it. Cool. Rude. Everybody, okay, here's my hot take on Pixar. Everybody, most Pixar movies, everybody likes it for one 10-minute segment and then everything else they forget about. Oh. <laughs> it happened with Is it, just... it happened with Toy Story 3. Wally. Happened with Wally. I feel like I feel like Pixar makes like makes short films and then they're forced to make the rest of the movie. <laughs> exactly. Like... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I like really agree with that. Okay, Jim, that's okay. We're, we're, the adults are talking. So. That, yeah, it, it, it's not consistently true. It's it's not consistently true, but I definitely feel like in a few cases, there have been times where they they wanted to make a short film and then the people up top were like, nah, we're a movie studio. We gotta make movies. Yeah, so, so like, you're saying, I'm... Mr. Plinkett, you're saying that Cars Who <laughs> Talk was supposed to be a short and not a feature-length film. Explain this to me, Fred. I oh, wish my... that my son could talk. <laughs> Coco was the most disappointing Mexican I... film since Taco Bell commercials. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> this is Impressions, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but before Pan came in, we were all impersonating him and Jim and like... <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
this Thanksgiving, Woody was kidnapped. It's all fun and games. Till someone takes an eye out. Prepare to meet Mr. Angry Eyes. Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Toy Story 2, Lady G. Starts Wednesday, November 24th. I'm really sorry for like just crashing in no, here. It's it like, cool. No, it's I, totally cool. It was hilarious. Okay, low key, I, I always hope when I'm doing a call that like people from the server just randomly crash it. <laughs> just like <laughs> whoever. Like, and then we just have to like randomly pop in their avatar and then they leave and then we have to take it out. Because it's, it, it's, it always reminds me of the Eric Andre skits where like uh fucking like Steve O comes in and he like kicks his flip flop around for two seconds and then leaves. <laughs> and that's Aww. the only reason why he was there <laughs> he still got paid oh oh yeah and post post malone like he shows up and screams at demi lovato and then he leaves oh. and that's the only time he shows up guys i just remember one thing i really was disappointed by the incredibles 2 is that dash was so underutilized you mean like in the first movie no he had that whole hundred mile dash scene and here he didn't yeah, have but that was like completely isolated from anything else that was happening no, but he, he was just there hands right he did have an arc in the first one and this yeah. is just like he learns he, did, he didn't have an he didn't have an arc so much as it was like i want to race okay you can race now okay cool thanks <laughs> I mean, it was that was, yeah, that was that runs fast. Like, okay, like the Incredibles two. I mean, Incredibles one wasn't. I'd, I'd say it's a fucking masterpiece. Definitely wasn't perfect, but like everything that was set up has a payoff. If characters <laughs> yes. didn't have arcs, they had a setup and a payoff, and everything like worked with each other super fucking well. Like everything was there and it had a purpose. It's so fucking tight. Almost as tight as Mrs. Incredible cervix. Oh, I knew this was coming. <laughs> okay, okay, so nope, didn't I... this movie lose like a year of production because they swapped movies around? Yes, yes which I which oh. you can kind of tell in the writing, like oh. that. That I feel like I mean they switched they switched it and told them they had less of a year. Like I think a year before we all found out, but it was more in the planning like story stages that they had when they made the first Incredibles. He started working on that. Um, I think like right before Iron Giant. So it's like way more time developing it. And two, it's well, like he also fun. had 15 years, so I don't feel bad. That's too true. late. So you know, is he, the 15 he... years too late. Oh. <laughs> Everybody uses that. Everybody uses that. <laughs> I know. I'm not original. The movie equivalent nope. of Duke Nukem Forever. Okay, when when <laughs> when Toy Story 4 comes out and blows us all away. It'll be worth It'll it. Be hey, hey, now, I really, now I really want to hear the voice of Mr. Incredible go, Damn, these aliens took my ride. <laughs> I mean, you probably could. He's kind of he's kind of an old decrepit man now. He's probably not doing much. Yeah, he's decrepit. He, his voice, I was like, I was like, so we're not doing an Incredibles 3, because he sounds like fucking old as shit. Like right when it started, I was like, whoa, Mr. Incredible. He doesn't sound like he's exhausted. But he sounds older. I just yeah. realized that saying Toy Story 4 has been shelved is a pun. Oh, 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 that's it's good. just like Mr. Squeakers. You know that he's Brad dusty, Bur he's old, he's used up, he can't do anything. No. It's the Toy Story 4 oh. movie. Oof. Toy Story 4 is coming out next year. I, I was like, what's the next Pixar film? And I'm like, really? We're still doing that? 
No, see, Toy Story 4 is just, it's literally just re-releasing that old movie about the skateboard that, like, had a person's soul in it and was voiced by, like, Danny DeVito or something. I loved that movie as a kid. What the fuck? (laughs) What's that about? As a kid, I didn't say now. (laughs) (laughs) This movie? What is this? Hold on. I... (laughs) I, I don't, don't remember, remember it. what it's called. Like, I think like it's called kid, the Skateboard like, builds, Kid. Yeah, Skateboard Kid. Yeah, he builds a fucking skateboard, and then, like, it's half robotic. It comes to life, and it can fly or some shit. Like, there's a... It's, yeah, it's there's, awful. like, a flight sequence. <laughs> and I don't think it it's Danny DeVito. I think it's the guy that, like, voices all the uh, Don oh, Bluth movies. Dom DeLuise. Yeah. Uh. Like, oh, Dom DeLuise shows up everywhere for no reason. <laughs> like, wait a minute. What are you doing here? I legitimately thought that movie was a fever dream for so long because no one else knew what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> Who would? I'm sorry. My mom rented me movies as a kid. I mean, I also what? saw all the 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 full moon entertainment stuff like Remote, Ma- Magic Island, Prehysteria one through three. Um, like all my dog movies. saved the president. I'm just glad Netflix is around and you can just like scroll through it and just find all the weirdest, most low budget movies nobody wants to see on there. That Adventures like the of Full Food Metal Boy Al- movie. Basically. Yeah, that too. And the Full Metal Alchemist live action adaptation with one of the worst dubs I've ever heard in my life. Oh. So, so basically, you're trying to make like shitty best of the worst. <laughs> yeah. Hey now. Hey now. Oof. Um, Seriously, though, um, I, I made Mars Reviews and Perplexed Cam. Uh, two of my good friends watched the dub of the live action movie last night. Not even the audio quality was consistent. Like, I don't think people are going to like take your movie suggestions anymore. Online. Okay, that's, that's, <laughs> that's reasonable. But regardless, like, they straight up <laughs> they straight up had Vic Mignogna, the original Elric in this movie and nobody else and they he like recorded it off his like his built-in laptop mic oh uh. and then everybody else either had like a fucking usb microphone like me or like it like an actual like booth set up it was awful i'm surprised netflix <laughs> even bothered <laughs> mm-hmm. shoved it in the back uh did you guys ever watch the the digimon reboot series try Oh, no, not yet. Yeah. As, uh, we're going to try to make some money off Digimon. <laughs> well, because, like, the, the whoever the voice actor for Izzy was on that show, you? like, legitimately, it sounds like she did it over the phone because her quality sounds so much worse than the rest of the people's. I guess you could say she phoned it in. And that's my cue to leave. <laughs> Izzy's just jealous of the other Izzy. Gotta <laughs> end on a high note. You're too good for this podcast. That's not true. <laughs> we love having you, Fred. And you said, please don't go. Okay, I'll stick around for a few more minutes, but I do have a ton of work to get done. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I was I was mostly trying to be fun, set you up for a bit, but if you if you need to go, go ahead. I don't want to keep you from your work. Yeah. No, no, no. It, it it's all good. It's all good. I've got okay. a lot of what I need. Do you have any upcoming videos? Yeah. Yeah. No. Plug um, your shit, it's not but... a secret. It's not a secret. Like I'm going to be doing the chronological version of the of the Final Fantasy House pretty oh, soon. Oh, it's still happening. There's more. Oh, boy. No, um, I'm just retelling it without like all of the confusing name crap that makes mm. it hard to follow, uh. so that it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to be recording my panel that I'm doing at Too Many Games, which is about the history of furries. Yay! Oh. Um, 
Yeah, nice. I'm having a lot of fun researching this. I'm going to record that with nice audio Damn. and then upload that and Disney then do a bunch of posts. And then I'm going to be doing a video on the hurdy gurdy. Uh, <laughs> Which is hurdy derpy? No, just the regular hurdy gurdy. What the fuck are you on about? <laughs> Shout out to our boy uh, Cut Short, aka Cum Shot, for giving uh, us the lowdown on the slurpy derpy. Yeah, I love Cum Lord. We should bring him back. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, we, well, we, we I, got a lot of shit to figure so out many. with this podcast, but yeah. Izzy, I love Come Lord. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I love Clone High. Come Lord, Bill Miller. Oh, no. How come no one's ever made like a remix of stupid shit we said on here? Like, why is there not like a pizza party song? Yeah, I know. Because like, none of our like, fans like, are boom, none of our fans boom, are like boom, musicians. Boom. Are they? Oh. There's like this, a couple. This isn't if you are like just one of those the panel. Call the auto-tune the news, guys. Yeah. We gotta be the next uh, Bed Intruder song. Gotta be the next Chocolate Rain. Chocolate oh, yeah. Rain. Some stay dry while others feel the pain. Okay. <laughs> Everyone knows about Chocolate Rain, but nobody knows about that man's true masterpiece. What? Which is, it one... the, is it the live-action trailer to the Chronicles of Rickroll? No. Oh. It is so for a while. I don't know if he's still doing it, but he was streaming himself playing Team Fortress 2. Oh my god, now, I love that video. It's well, so fucking good. Sorry, well, tell it. Go ahead. So for context, he I don't know what his setup was, but for some reason he had no idea this was going on. He I think he had his stream open on a second monitor while he was playing. But his audio was like going through his mixing board or something, and he couldn't hear it. But essentially, the audio was looping back through his stream. So every 15 seconds or so, it would double up. But because that was doubling up in the stream itself, it got exponentially louder and louder and louder and more incomprehensible. And this goes on for like eight minutes. And we are live here tonight on Days on Day Games, January 30th, 2015. This we're gonna do actually. I'm just gonna go to the server browser here. 30th, 2015. And we're gonna try to hold on. I have not muted my audio. I gotta mute that so I don't hear the stream. There we go. That actually, I'm just gonna go to the server browser. 30th, It's like a 10 minute long video, and by the end of it, there's legitimately like an entire crowd of ton Tazon days just It's horrifying. It sounds like a fucking like sleep paralysis nightmare. It right. kind of is. Like after a while, it just kind of it almost becomes zen. <laughs> Equilibrium in your brain hole. So like okay, so this guy, so Tezande, I probably mentioned this on the podcast before, but like he's kind of a not a not a great person. Like, uh, oh, um, wait, hold on, is you mean to tell me that an internet person was bad? Sure, I found um, it. I was right, by the way. It's eight it, minutes. It's almost do. exactly eight minutes, and I'm going to link it in the <laughs> Twitch chat. Oh, <laughs> deleted link. I'll I'll okay, put okay. it in the call Give it to chat. Me. I'll do it. I'll do it. There Just, you go. There you okay. go. I'll edit so it people can podcast. see this majesty. Continue on, Izzy. Sorry. But yeah, yeah. So so uh, basically, uh, the company that I worked for with Yo Mama, they had like a party that was like for influencers. So it's a bunch of people who think they're more important than they are and coming together to network. And this guy was live streaming, and this girl like legitimately passed out, like got sick, 
and he stepped aside so that she wouldn't be on camera so he could continue live streaming while other people were going to help her. Uh, That's the quality that is Tazon Day. Wow. You gotta, nice you gotta do it. <laughs> Wait, so he hey, stepped in front of the camera or behind? Wait, what? He stepped aside. So, like, basically, he saw a commotion happen and he turned the camera so that his live stream wouldn't be interrupted by people helping this girl. Like, <sighs> instead of, like, doing what a normal human being would be, it would be stop, hey, let's check out and make sure this person who just fell down is okay. He's just like, no, this is going to interrupt my limelight. <clears throat> so... My first reaction, like, uh, my first reaction is like, uh, my second reaction is, how long had he been streaming up to this point? Like, I don't know. Because that is a very new streamer thing to do. Because especially when you're new and you're trying to, you're essentially putting a wall up and you're mm -hmm. putting a persona up and you're trying, you know, not to react too hard to chat. And especially if people are being nasty to you. And you don't want to react so it's really common for streamers to kind of almost become um they seem emotionless especially if there's like some really big thing that happens and it could just be like he's a new streamer and doesn't know the proper way to react because he's just not comfortable on stream so like while i'm willing to entertain the possibility that he's kind of a douche and is more worried about himself i can also see it being like jitters i because i yeah. did a lot of streaming before i did youtube okay so that's fair, i feel that I, guess. I also also some people kind of like the weird thing about mob mentality is sort of like uh if you see somebody and they're kind of like frozen in place and waiting for someone to do something and when somebody does go and do something either other people will join in or they'll just kind of like be like oh it's taken care of it's fine and then go to mm. do their own thing so in in defense of Tezande, it could have been one of those things, like since people were mm -hmm. already helping her. Like if, if it was a girl who was obviously hurt and he just turned away, then that would be more su suspect. But yeah. Mom mentality is fucking weird. It's it reminds yeah. me of this one social experiment, like a news channel did. It's very common, but they took like uh and it's more lighthearted, but they took like boxed wine, which is nobody cheap wine, and they put it in these glass bottles with really nice designer labels. And then they like had a taste test with a big group of like supposed self self proclaimed winos, and they were like, "How so? How's how's this wine taste? Mm, it's very exquisite. I can tell it was like made in an oak barrel. Um, it's fermented very well, and always was shitty box wine. And then they like upped the ante a bit more, and like uh, put like I think maybe they put like regular wine in a box to taste test, and they like, so what do you think? And they're like, oh shit, I want to get. I, I got some that... of the semantics wrong, but it's just like the power of mom mentality and like placebos and shit is hilarious. I love yeah. it. They did the same with McDonald's. Shit, someone's firing off fireworks. It, it's not even July 4th yet. Fuck off. Tell I them know. To shut up. Tell them to go away. America Day. Welcome to Texas in the middle of summer. What other state is there than Texas? Texas. <laughs> 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 the only real state is Beepus. You know, <laughs> Beepus. Hey, I just want to say we got other news that we can talk about. Yeah, maybe we should like talk about animation Ooh. stuff and not. Dumbo. Is this is this a fuck? Wait, this is an animation podcast, right? Yeah. Dumbo. Hey, that Spider Man Sometimes. trailer. That was good. I loved Into the Spider Verse trailer. Everybody. I hope it's not bad because that's kind of what Sony does. No matter <laughs> no, what I talent they rope in. <laughs>
I can teach you to be Spider-Man. Mm, I love this burger, so delicious. Mm, one of the best burgers I've ever had. You have money, right? I'm not very liquid right now. I think you're gonna be a bad teacher. How am I supposed to save the whole world? You can't think about saving the I kind of like the end. I, I'm all for Spider-Gwen, but I'm like, is this too many characters? Is this bad? Is this going to be bad? You know? No. I, know? I really like sloppy daddy Spidey, though. <laughs> sloppy daddy. <laughs> Never say sloppy daddy. Again. I, I, like, I like how <laughs> Miles is having none of it. I like that dynamic where it's like an old, super secretly wise mentor is like being really shitty and that's just kind of how he is he's not like trying to trick anybody he's just like literally that much of a mess and like it's arguably the kid is more put learn from each other anyway it's my yeah. favorite dynamic it, I, I mean i'm i'm excited i'm a little surprised they didn't get like i don't know a person who's played spider-man to do the peter parker voice that was the only thing i'm a little surprised by but toby, other than that toby mcguire you mean or get, get like toby mcguire or maybe andrew garfield or tom holland they're gonna have a, i bet they're gonna have a cameo yeah, or something maybe i mean i would uh, hey hey if usher can be in incredibles too we we can get a cameo <laughs> Wait, question question do you guys ever watch movie bob are you familiar with him Yes. Yeah. Like and... every time anything Spider-Man comes up, he's always like, "Tommy McGuire needs to come back and reprise the role." That's the only way he'll ever be good. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> um, he like is the only one who doesn't like Homecoming. He had a video that was basically like, "How do you uh, bring Spider-Man? Like, how do you get the old Spider-Man movies to connect to the MCU?" And it was like sort of an interesting idea to have like Tobey Maguire come back for one movie and then die at the end and Miles Morales takes on the mantle. I was like, oh, that that, that would be cool. But I think Toby needs to move on. You know what I mean? It's sort of like... I <laughs> no, think the, best, the, the best way to revive it is actually in this podcast right now. Pizza well, time. <laughs> I was, oh, I was actually at the pizza place. The pizza place he delivers pizzas uh, from the other day. <laughs> really? I was like, I was like, wow! I finally made it as someone who lives in New York. Wow. Finally made it to the place Spider Man delivers pizzas from. Is there a plaque? There God. was a plaque. There what? was a plaque. Actually, hold on. I'm gonna go in my really? iCloud and get. I think I have a video. Or... Please tell me, Jim, that you had the same euphoric experience running into this pizza joint as we did running into the Captain Planet Foundation. Oh yeah, tell me. It was. I mean, it was just me by myself, and nobody like people were like, "Why is this guy screaming?" And like going like, "Oh my God!" But I was like, I was when I, cause I was picking up a pizza for like a group of people. And then when I got there, everyone, I was like, oh my God, you guys. And no, nobody cared, but <laughs> I was excited. Hold on. It'll, t it'll take me a minute, but I will find it. Uh, we should, someone should tell uh, what happened at uh, MomoCon with uh, Pete, with a uh, planet man. I got you. Peter Pan. What's his name? Peter Planet. Captain, Pla Captain Planet. Yeah, that's his name. Jesus Christ, man. Seriously? You don't know who like, Captain Planet is? I was anyway. like, what was that guy's name again? That asshole? Anyway, <laughs> so we were at uh, Ted's um, Buffalo. It was Ted's Buffalo restaurant. It was where we had yeah, It was Montana Ted's, I think. Montana Ted's. Everything in Atlanta was named after Ted Turner somehow. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't know why. He's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> anyway, so we finish eating dinner, and I'm just kind of like walking down the street. Wait, and then uh, Jim and Pan, I think, are taking a minute to get out. I don't remember exactly, but I'm just kind of like, I usually just let myself wander and just look around and take in where I'm at. I turn my head, 
about ni 96 degrees to my right. And I see a the Ted Turner building. I'm like, oh, that's neat. And then my eyes drift to the plaques. On the bottom is the Ted Turner building. And above the Ted Turner building, there is a bronze, finely made plaque about it says the Captain Planet Foundation. And uh, I lost my fucking shit, to be frank. <laughs> I literally, like, screamed. Like, everybody was like, what the fuck? What, Nolan, what's wrong? I just I mean, don't, I don't, I don't have words. I just point to it. And everybody else, like, like the monkeys from the 2001 A Space Odyssey, they find the monolith. That was all of us. We were, like, <laughs> smashing. We were smashing bones. We were screaming and jumping and, like, grasping at the plaque that we could not reach. It was amazing. There was people staring. Like, we caused a commotion. Yeah. We caused, like, and, yeah, and then we had to, like, run off because I police like to be like come check us yeah. out it's like a police officer fumbling his way here which we just walked away so he didn't catch us yeah. like, oh shit it's a 5-0 yeah so we walked away slowly and he didn't catch up i like i oh also there was um a, a blank space where there was a plaque previously and I, oh, we, yeah. like to, we like to think that that was another captain planet plaque yeah, yeah. the building symmetrical so you know mm -hmm. i think someone stole i mean you can see it in my momocon video yeah, I like, oh yeah, go go check out Jim's MobileCon video, by the way. But also, I like to imagine the police officers just looking and somebody on the radio is like, so they found the Captain Planet Foundation again. Yep. <laughs> My favorite part of, of watching the footage of everyone screaming and losing their mind is everyone's flipping out and Hirosashi, someone's like, what are you guys screaming about? And they're like, it's Captain Planet. And he's like, yes, I'm aware. <laughs> Hero Sashi's a good girl fucking dud. It was, it was like I was like every that was the best way to play it because everyone's flipping out and this one guy's like, yes, I know. Why 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 do you care so much? I was like, come on. I told him that was the one thing like when people were like, Oh, what did you do in Atlanta? And they didn't know about Pizza Party, I'd always go, Oh, I saw the Captain Planet Foundation. They go, Holy <laughs> shit, really? They're still active. <laughs> the big deal. Someone literally today asked me if I if I went any sightseeing while I was in, in Atlanta, and that was the only thing I could say as well. <laughs> yeah, there was no time to visit Adult Swim or anything. Uh, cool. I mean, if Momocon asks us back, I want to contact the Captain Planet Foundation, and I would like a tour. Yeah, and it's just it's just <laughs> like here's my I, desk, here is I, my phone. Sometimes people call me for the rights. The day OKKO called, that was a big day. <laughs> okay, so there, there's a website for the Captain Planet Foundation. Uh, I did not know this. Have they updated um, it since the 90s? I don't know. Here. Are we going down our own rabbit hole right now? Yeah. <laughs> I, recall yeah the website oh, was like, I recall the website was still in the freaking 90s. And they, let's see, how does, how does it hold up? Oh, they did update it, apparently. Oh, boot shirts. Here's a Twitter, too. Five years ago, that website was was on the level of the Space Jam website. Pan, Pan, you have more Twitter followers than Captain Planet. Wow, I can kick you his can ass now. You can get a Captain Planet t-shirt. <gasps> okay, I'm looking at the Twitter for Captain Planet, and the banner image is a bunch of kids with their hands in the air, but some of them are just like, ugh, are we really doing this? Ugh. <laughs> some of them do not look very into it. Oh my god, I want... I, guys, they have a Public page. Yay! Wait, is oh it, my god. I Wait, is this the one that's just the Captain Planet Twitter? No, no, it's Captain Planet FD. It's the first... Okay, hold on. Wow. Captain Planet FD. Oh yeah, you're right. Some of those kids are putting their hands in the air and waving them like they don't really give a shit. 
But a serious note, guys, um, if you guys want us back at MomoCon or if you want us at any convention, the best way is not to ask us, ask to the convention, suggest it to the convention, and if they invite us, they will help us get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, 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 say, like, we want Pizza Party Podcasts, and say Pizza Party Podcasts specifically, too. Right, like, 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 if you just say Rebel Taxi, they'll probably only bring Pan, but it, they might be more, more willing to, like, help the entire podcast if you specify all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. like, like, contact Comic-Con and say... Hey, no one's hosting that Doctor Who panel anymore, so we'd be down. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. We're all about Doctor Who. Notice no one's at that yeah. Rick and Morty panel. Can we just like take it over? Yeah, just give us all of Chris Hardwick's leftover panels. Oh. Since he's no. we, we can re- we can bring back at midnight now, please. Oh yeah, we could just do at midnight. Yeah, I'm Comedy we- Central at me. Yeah. <laughs> uh speaking of conventions i got i got to get ready for the one i'm speaking at yeah, yeah go but ahead I'm will... so sorry for keeping you thank you again no, for no, coming no, no go. i i'm not worried about it you guys carry on okay if, sounds good it, if if you guys want sure if you guys want to check me out i just look up down the rabbit hole you'll find it <laughs> trust me you will we recommend the final fantasy house that's a yeah. good one take care fred thanks again for stopping by and crashing yeah, the party that, Thank thanks you. for not being Fred. What the fuck are you doing here? No, we love you. Legitimately, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you take care, Fred. I don't want to keep you from your work. Bye. No, it's fine. Catch you guys later. Yep. Bye. Bye. So, legit question. Someone said, uh, "I'm calling every furry Bye. convention." Would we actually go to a furry convention? I absolutely would do it. <laughs> I would go to look. I will go to any convention. A gun convention. If, if, a boat convention. <laughs> okay. Let me let me lay on the line. So long as I don't have to pay for fucking anything, like I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm any convention. Star Trek convention. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, anything. Name it. If there's a con. That's it, guys. Guys, this is your challenge as the Pizza Party podcast fan base. Fan base. Yes. Pan boys, if you will. Um, <laughs> oh, that's sticking. That's sticking. I love it. Oh, that's sticking. Jim, decide it, guys. He's your Saya. So it's pan. Um, it's pan, pan. What was it? Pan boys. Pan, pan boys, boys and pan girls. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Find the worst convention you can find, and you can convince them to actually pay for us to come there. We will go. I, yeah. that's a, I think we can all accept that challenge. That, that's a, yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's a, that honestly sounds like something we would do anyway. So also, yeah. um, Jim needs his own fan base. I um, fan base name. It's a. Uh, I, I I think we should call it uh, Slim Jims. No. Oh, that's so good. Uh, oh yeah, there is the there Jizzrael actually lights. I think there is the Jizrealites. That's a real religion thing. I need to. I need Jim's to call Jizzes. it. Well, there you go. Jim's Jizreels. We we need like Nolan's fans to have a fan base. They could be the, the the trash cans or something. I don't know. This is the trash. Wow! Anyway, wow! That was, that was so witty. You're so flattering, Jim. because no, he's Nolan Trash Zone. I don't know. Sorry. You're really bad at this. What? Just leave it to the professionals. Yeah. Okay. okay sorry. Yeah. You. Okay. Cool. All right. Wouldn't oh. it be the Nolanders? Oh, that's good. Let's go with that. That's like that's like in uh, the Sonic comics where the Overlanders were like humans and the main characters are super racist to them. <sighs> yeah, Jim, can... can you try giving me one? Because I can't think of anything. Um, the Jizzies. The Jizzies? No. 
that's, no, that's that... when Izzy and Jim combine. That's like... Yeah, that's Team Jizzy. Which, by the yeah. way, okay, uh, I will, I will, I'll, I'm telling it on the 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 thing proper. Pro- uh, okay, so oh what I did animation for an adult film. Oh, I credit myself as Jizzy Sinful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you allowed? To, I thought, are you allowed to say that? Or I, 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 that's fine. I just can't say the studio or the production until Wednesday, and this comes out tomorrow. So sweet. Um, but it's hilarious. I had fun with it, and it's just it's just, it's just funny. I'm, I'm like, my first film credit is going to be a porn video. Yay! It's the first time I've ever rendered in 4K. 4K, Whoa. 420. Blaze it. <laughs> but I have a porn name. I have a porn credit. 20. Wow. Congratulations, uh, Izzy. <laughs> You're moving on up in this world. <laughs> oh. But yeah, you guys want to get into the news? Dumbo. Ugh. Moving nah, on. Done. Next subject. <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Fuck that. Oh. Oh. I like I like that they got Danny DeVito to play the rat man. It's very fitting. Well, there was there was a thing on Twitter where it's like uh Danny DeVito's uh agent was like, uh Danny, it's Tim on the phone and he grabs his top hat and he's like, Tell him I'll be there in five minutes. Because he's worn that mm-hmm. same hat for uh for Big Fish <laughs> and uh Batman Returns. Yeah. I'm a little like, yeah, I guess it's a different take, but I'm also like, where's Dumbo's mom? Like you can't do Dumbo without Dumbo's mom. Yeah, I, the one thing about Dumbo. Anyway, let's just say fuck it, because I could go on about how they shouldn't do this, but it's like whatever. Legitimately, I'm just kind of. I mean, the most recent Tim Burton movies have been a little less Tim Burtony. Yeah, which is cool because I'm I'm kind of like as much as I like Tim Burton's art style, I'm kind of over it at the same time. You know, like so and so movie done in Tim Burton's art style. Sounds really great for like an internet BuzzFeed article, but like as, as far as actually making films, I don't know. It doesn't really do anything for me anymore. I'm kind of over yeah. it. No, yeah. I feel like Frankenweenie was the last time that style, like that was like his return to his Tim Burton thing, and nobody really liked it. Or was it? I liked it, but nobody really saw it, I guess. I've not so, seen Big Eyes yet, and that looked really good, actually. Yeah, I heard, I don't know. I've heard like, I didn't see it, so I can't really say. I've heard things either side but i kind of was interested because it's a cool story the yeah. true story of the guys wasn't it miss peregrines was the last one yeah that one i was liked like that one actually i kind of enjoyed it after planet mm-hmm. of the apes he fell off and never came back you know Ser- seriously who, who who is he oh uh he's uh he created invaders M. oh okay that makes sense Everyone wants us to talk about Butch Hartman. Oh, because he's a Kickstarter for Oasis Entertainment, a uh, family channel. We we already talked about this, but Jim and Pan were, so they don't get to participate. Well, we didn't record it. I did. Hmm. Okay. So more or less, Butch Hartman is doing, he just announced he's doing a streaming service. So I guess he's going to try and compete with like Netflix and whatever, but it's going to be family-oriented content, which Not doesn't really sound that exciting for anyone. Um, is he- it's, I just, that's such a dumbass idea. Like what? Let them dream. I mean, I know there's this theory going on with, with streaming services that uh, eventually streaming services will be like cable and you just buy in bulk, like a ton of them at once. Like you're not paying seven of them different prices. You pay like 20 bucks for Netflix, Hulu, and four others. And that's the theory going around. So I'm Why? assuming. 
But why? That doesn't make any sense. Well, because there's going to be so many with the Apple, whatever Apple's doing, yeah, and uh, with uh, the Disney one and whatever Warner's is doing, and like there's so many that are going to launch in the next year or so. So it I would think- make more sense if they were all individually based off companies, like you know the Disney one, uh, a Cartoon Network one, or something. But they're not. You know, Netflix is already a aggregated, um, like you know, set of different hodgepodge of things. Yeah, like like having and there's some that overlap. So having like access to a archive that is Netflix and an archive of Hulu, I could only see that if they decided to like kind of merge them all into one giant network. But I, mean, I think it'll it'll just be like no one knows how this thing will work because this is just everyone's theory, basically. But I, I mm-hmm. think it's it's not a bad theory because it's either like streaming is all gonna like none of these streaming services will work other than netflix or this seems like the only way that the whole industry could survive basically you yeah know, is to have like, a way you could buy all of them we yeah we're kind of like gonna hit the oversaturation point where it's gonna be too many and then i say I'm, only three will survive and maybe some niche ones yeah, well, here and there you know you know uh did you hear about the apple thing with cartoon saloon that's kind of a big deal i think what is it? What's that? So Cartoon Salute, who did um, Secret of Kells, Song of the Sea, mm. and uh, Breadwinner, they, uh, Apple wants to get into the feature, uh, like makes make film features and release them in theaters, and they've approached Cartoon Saloon and have been kind of negotiating with them to probably buy the studio. And what Apple, the Apple streaming service thing is really like no one knows how they're going to deliver content but they've been making huge deals with like oprah and like bigger people but what they want is to have content that they can just play in their in apple stores and stuff anytime like family friendly stuff and everyone was like well how can you really do that in today's market but then i was like that makes sense they'd want to do cartoon saloon because that's an animated an animation studio that basically like needs a better distribution deal anyway all of their stuff gets Oscar nominated. So if you buy them, you know their next film's probably going to get an animated feature nomination anyway. And you can b- redistribute their past features and those can be played anywhere. I mean, it's just like, I don't, I think it's like, if it goes down, it'll be like amazing for that studio and they'll be huge. Is the power of Apple? I hope it happens, but it's like the Apple streaming that service, like we've been hearing about it for a year and no one knows what it's going to be. So I don't trust Apple though. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't either. I mean, they're only, I will say the thing that's against them is their only other TV show experience is they made the, uh, on Apple Music, they made the Carpool Karaoke Show. So, mm. you know, it's just that Apple has so much power, you'd think they could do something pretty good to, for Cartoon Saloon, which I think would be great because that's a studio everybody likes, but like nobody really sees, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, with uh, so so far, Butch Hartman's like, hey, we we're gonna combine the word Oasis and Axis and make it Oaxis, and it's like the worst fucking word I've ever heard. Like, it's a hard it thing to pronounce. Like, wait, it sounds like an axis of evil. <laughs> oh, Sorry. accurate. Uh, the Axis like, powers. Isn't that like Axis TV, like a uh, Tom where Tom Green has his show? Do sure. Remember, that's a, do you remember? Uh, does everybody remember Axis Powers Italia? This oh yeah, point five, where they cannibalized Italy. That was pretty spooky. Oh yeah, I remember. What do you? I don't even know. It was, it was it was a lost episode of Italia. 
where where Italy and cool. Germany and uh, the United States are lost on an island, and then they ran out of food. So they cannibalized Italy. I'm sure Butch Harkman will have plenty of content from the Dove Foundation. Like the Hitalia Lost episode. Yeah. On the streaming service. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure like God's Not Dead 4 will premiere on Butch's streaming channel and stuff. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. I would love that. I would love that so much. Speaking of God's Not Dead, we need to get fucking Ralph the movie maker on here. He's so cool. Like, we've had everyone else from the Sardonic cast except Ralph. We need to do a Sardonic cast crossover. <laughs> That's going to be a mess, and we'd slow them down. Nah, nah, nah. I, I'd slow them down. But we're, we're all good, not you, Pan. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love, how, I love how you say yeah whenever you don't <laughs> segue into something else. Just like, yeah, I got to go. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I gotta, like. I got to eat dinner. Yeah, so hopefully Butch Harkman's Kickstarter will go through and we'll have family-friendly entertainment. I don't know if it's going to happen. I mean, it's I don't know how long it's been up, but it only has two thousand dollars so far. I don't even I don't even know what he, I don't even know if like like how it's going to be self-sustaining. Well, honestly. Look, if uh, Butch Butch Harkman can like go on several podcasts and promote it, so maybe Butch Harkman will like to go on this podcast and talk about his perspective mm-hmm. and how. He would do things. I can't wait till Zach and Tara have a long on Gulch update so I can finally be on a podcast with them. Oh, yeah, that, they're fun. I miss them. I do, I too. Yeah. Yeah, they were cool. Zach and Tara are the fucking best. Yeah, I remember when Zach and... What's that? Never mind, I was making a Zach and... What's that hotel show, Zach and... Co- Cody. Zach and Cody. Yeah. <laughs> Pan, why is your memory so fucking off? I was like, what was that stupid... Show nobody remembers <laughs> Zach and Cody. Yeah, the sweet life of Zach and Cody. That's yeah. for the people asking whether or not Butch Hartman will be on the podcast. He used to follow. He used to be a subscriber of Pans until Pan talked shit about Dougal. Yeah, and he unsubscribed. So it's never happening. Dougal was the breaking point. You mm-hmm. know, if he was on, I think if he would, if he was on and only talked about Dougal, he would make the five thousand dollars. Yeah. So he should. It's two hundred fifty thousand dollars, by the way. Oh Shit. fuck! He's not getting out. This is a bad idea. Yeah. Butch, get out. <laughs> you would think Dougal made that much in box office? Like, come on. But um, you hey, okay, other... Pan? You seem a little uh, unenergized. Oh no, I'm fine. This 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 really wasn't much of a. I don't think this was really much of an organized episode. So much this of it was, is... was just like. Well, originally, me and Nolan really wanted us to talk about Momocon. Oh, what's yeah? What's, what did she got to say? Well, we wanted to recap, talk about our fun experiences, and share it with the people. It was it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Good recap, guys. Yeah, I had a good time. We saw Pan in real life. Yeah, that was something. One of my favorite things was a lot of the fan interactions, especially the ones where uh, they came up to Pan and were like, "Hey, wanna just you wanna you wanna do something sometime? You wanna wanna?" (laughs) Oh God. You want oh, to gosh. out? Oh, okay. I, I, don't, I don't know how comfortable I feel about talking about this. Oh, no. <laughs> it's all right. Not in person. There was a couple of girls that legitimately, like, tried to, like, get nope. with Pan. Okay, fucking hit on me, by the way. Izzy and Pan. I, Izzy and Pan I got, got three people. numbers. Yeah, nobody fucking hit on me. What the fuck is up with that? There was a really cute boy there. And like I looked, like uh, I I think I followed his uh, Tumblr, and apparently he has a girlfriend. And I was like, God damn it! Oh, was I was rooting for you. Yeah, he was, he yeah. was cute. Like I don't even he was like boys, fucking but he was precious. Cute. Yeah, he was fucking adorable, and I loved him. But he has a girlfriend or something, which is 
gay. Gay from one man. So basically, so basically, Izzy and Pan got a ton of people like hitting on them, and like I got fucking nobody. So yeah. fuck you all. Oh, I'm sorry, won. Nolan. Jim, it's okay. I, I still love you. Oh, thank you. I love you too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you I got know. that awesome behind Elmo, picture. of course. Oh, the creeps, the creeps. Yeah, that was cool. I, I don't know. I had an amazing time. It was like kind of... and got some really damn good gifts. Whoever got yeah. me the Steam card, thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, and then <laughs> the I got Fandango a couple nice I got the Fandango card. That was really cool. I, it was just like it was very awesome. The yeah. Two. By the way, Nolan did a really great job of organizing it, and especially the uh, artist alley table thing. I think because almost every YouTube person I talked to afterwards was like, "Damn, like a." a like a table as well as a uh, panel, like nobody had thought of that. So really, because yeah. I, I did that year one. <laughs> I think I think because most of the, well, at least from like the our YouTube brethren or whatever who were there, our cinematic not, universe. Yeah, our cinematic universe. All each of them was like was like, wow, this is this is a cool idea. And I mean, it was so popular, we actually had to move the booth, our table, back. So it wasn't clog up the Yeah, walkway, I feel so. really bad because we on our left, we had the guy who wrote the uh, Flintstones comic reboot, who was an yeah. absolute fucking... He's I believe totally, his name is Mark, Mark Russell. Mark Russell. Is his name. Yeah, yeah I just and he's to totally that. down for being on the podcast. Like, yeah, no, we know, should, we should have him on. Yeah, he was so fucking cool. Like, he was so nice. And to our right was uh, Christopher Jacobs, who I could tell... Um, I he could hated tell, us. Yeah, he hated us, but like, don't go, please don't go like chasing him or anything. He, it was very understandable because we like took a lot of traffic and stuff, and people were like crowding around and like some no, people. Were, no, no, let's people not. Were, like, let's even, not even do that. Legitimately, he was eyeing us the entire fucking time because like we were uh, we're just like because our displays were shit. You know, we had like four things. Okay, okay, but also keep in mind like there were people who were like trying to set down their stuff on his booth. Oh, I didn't know. It was uh, yeah, like some sucks. some guy was about to like set something that like set down yeah. his posters on his booth, and I was like, no, don't do that. Like, so like I I honestly like I feel he was totally justified in being mad with us because like we didn't I didn't th I didn't haven't done a table before, um, and I was like busy with school and work at the time, so I didn't think to like talk to Izzy about it first. So like uh, I uh, had to talk. Um, so they when they gave us our table, it was like a week before the convention, like. The, the organization, like, towards the tail end of it was kind of hectic because it was, like, everything, like, all the details last minute. I was like, fuck. So they gave us this table, like, tucked right in between uh, two other booths. And, like, it was, like, uh, we didn't know what the turnout would be. We didn't think we'd get that much. And it turns out we did get no. that much. Yeah. So um, it was just kind of a mess. So next time... <laughs> And whenever we get invited to another convention, just like uh, I'm gonna have to talk about like uh, artist alley table spacing and just say, hey, can you place us at like a corner? A Give us cor a corner, to, yeah, a corner yeah. space instead of well, the middle. I, I think because we're sort of a different, like we're a podcast and it's like a different thing. I, I'm, it was a little unprecedented. Well, okay, so I have a little bit of experience with this because I was YouTube check corner with the convention will not be made, and yeah. um, like. Essentially, because we have YouTubers with booths, like, you know, we have them setting down just like any other, like, celebrity or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, the f one year we had, like, Gerard, the completionist, and Nate wants the battle. And we they put them in, like, Artist Alley booth like us. 
and they're like lying completely like engulfed the thing and we they actually had to move the celebrities from the celebrity signing section and put them there and so Mm -hmm. like when i found out we're in artist alley i was really concerned because like i didn't know exactly what our like response would be but i do know that you know here's these people that people haven't seen before and we put them we put ourselves on the map you know we're like we could find us here no matter what you come here we'll be here versus we're not walking around and when you're not going to accidentally stumble upon us you legitimately you know like you know where to go Mm -hmm. um that's why i had us push the tables back a little bit because i didn't want traffic i was trying to be respectful to our uh friends to the left and right of us yeah you mean by um our friends you mean kate leth who was right behind you, you okay absolute kate left gushy okay. melty person oh yeah. kate left okay so she's <laughs> she, like a she bisexual was, uh, comic writer and she wrote for greg of the creek she did the witch lesbian episode and i drew her yeah. characters and she loved it she called her her babies and i was so happy i felt stupid because mm-hmm. i went up to ask her like hey you drew those characters and she's like no i wrote these characters like oh and i was like uh what do i say uh uh, and I just like uh, just said I'll just buy this. Bye. Yeah, yeah. I I was kind of uh, I was kind of like sort of like having this weird thing where it's like technically speaking, I'm on equal ground with everybody here. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking of, like we had um like when we were in like the room and stuff, oh. I was just sitting there looking at like actual like like paid SAG actors, and I was just like, you know. In theory, I'm an equal to you. <laughs> oh, I, I do feel like towards the end of the con, people at first were like, oh, who are these kids? And then towards the end, I feel like people were like, oh, I'm like gotten used to seeing you all weekend. So like, I'm, yeah. the, like the, um, the pizza party with um, Brain Scratch and uh, POS and Roundtable was honestly like the infinity war of uh, like podcasting commentary channels. Except nobody died. Yeah. Huh? Except nobody oh, yeah, died. Exactly. Died, I don't know. know. Some of us died laughing because there are some it's, really good parts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was that was legitimately that was like one of the best ways to end it because it was just like everyone was in the same room. It was like us and the I didn't get to talk to the brain scratch people or Johnny. I talked to a little bit, but like it was like us and Roundtable and Saber and the POS people. And and Paleo and Jackson, all it was like everybody. It was it was amazing. Yeah, and it was all because of me. <laughs> no, you did a great job. You did a great job. Um, mm-hmm. but it was I don't know. There was a lot of times. I think a lot of it was because uh, we all got to finally meet in real life. But there was like I think there's one time where like I was having a drink at the bar, and like all of us were sitting around each other, and I was like, oh man, I'll never be in the same room with this group of people. Like I don't know for how long so it's like i was sort of like taking it in like i realized like the second day we were doing it like i don't know i'll never when will this happen again like i was really appreciating experience Mm -hmm. i agree like i I, there was a lot of moments where i just kind of like felt myself disassociate and i was just like wow i can't believe i'm fucking actually here yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no for real like I was so excited about recording this podcast because like before, you know, we're, we're friendly, but like we were legit, like, you know, we're family now, you know, we're the four of us and now <gasps> yeah. Spo. Spo's part of the family. Fuck you. <laughs> right, no, right. Spo- well, I said now Spo, like yeah. I counted him. He's our snark. I, I still have my pizza <laughs> charm right here. No. Oh. I don't, so I don't wear, I like don't that. wear it though, because like I, always, I, this is the weird thing with me. People give me like jewelry, like, 
watches and necklace. I really like it, but I don't want to wear it. <laughs> so I just keep it like by my desk, just to remember it's there. And I'm just like, yeah, that's right. I have that. I'm so glad you guys liked it. I, like, no, it's I really adorable. Liked it. It was amazing. Yeah. I was holding on to those. You since have to get January. one for now. Oh, it's true. I have a I have a spare. Yes. I got you, Boo. I'm sorry. I didn't um, think about it. I didn't know you. Oh, thank I didn't know. Honestly, it was a last minute thing. I understand. Of, uh, it felt like a life changing like experience. Like so much changed just from that, and so much like, oh man, it was so great. I was so happy to be there. Yeah. Well, because like we, you know, like we we were people that were on a podcast together, but like we were together and. We, we bonded. We had, like it felt so we good. Had experiences. Yeah. We had like, we had like moments and shit, and we came up with the fucking power move weekend. Oh yeah, no, it, it was just like I don't know. Coming after it, like oh, yeah. when I had to go back to work and stuff, the come down was like really hard, yeah. harsh because yeah. I got sort of used to it being like, oh man, I can just like talk to someone. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. It's like takes not that like any anybody is hard to talk to but it's like oh, i'll dm this person and all this you know it's like i could just go oh hey what do you think of this and i could just i don't know it's just like it was so cool yeah 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 like what was weird is like like hours after the con was over like it feels like they just completely wiped anything momocon related from the hotels like there was no mm-hmm. cosplayers and everything was all cleaned up it felt yeah, like that's like, that's like the thing kind of poetic with, in a way if that sounds with cons mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt like wow, it's over. Yeah, because we didn't we didn't get to see them. We didn't get to clean see them clean it up because we were uh, watching atop the fourth wall for a second time. I can't believe we let no one watch it. Let us watch it twice. You didn't watch it twice. You watched it one and a quarter times. You pussies. What it was one and a half times of this like two and a half hour Linkara movie. I, I just liked when you made the round table people watch it. Like I think what was it? The Vox guy was just uh, the look of like, okay, so I'm doing this. Alright, this is my life. <laughs> Babyface was totally into it though. Yeah, Babyface <laughs> is like the greatest. Babyface, <laughs> yeah, or retro Nemo is is really hilarious in person. We were just like dying and have Retro Nemo, Nemo is like not even like an adult he has the wit of like a, a bitter old man like how the fuck yeah it was like very <laughs> surprising he's like he really needs to do commentaries we have to because he's just like he's killer yeah well, and tom, Fox, and tom, we're gonna be taking tom, him yeah and tom too was like uh really fucking like dry like he's like spo they're both really dry yeah dry senses yeah. of humor like nope we had we had an amazing time <laughs> that was like the fun that was very fun hanging out with and we sang Frozen. Oh, I, okay. That's what I say was the one thing, the one thing I regret yeah. us not the recording is thing. that we the the Pizza Party podcast and the Round Table, we all recorded us singing Frozen by each line. So each time the the karaoke thing changed the slide, we would change to a different person, and it was literally the funniest thing that happened the yeah. entire weekend. We were all dying, especially whenever Pan started because he would like. I was doing the Emily voice. Yeah, and I got like honestly a little super into it. We had a pizza party. We legitimately had a pizza yeah, party. We did. Oh yeah, with some call me Johnny. Some call me Johnny. In Brain Scratch Com, so a uh, Ted Lewis, um, Ted Lewis, uh, Ryan, Ryan is yeah. his name Elliot, Amanda, and then. 
POS and uh, Roundtable crew. Everybody, we all had a fun time, and I think we talked about like Kingdom Hearts summons, like uh, like Bambi's mom getting shot, <laughs> and it was the hunter who was the, the summon. So, uh, um, but yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I've been talking to Elliot uh, of um, some call me Johnny. I I would love to invite him on sometime. He's re- he's really cool to talk to. He's done the podcast before. No, Johnny has been, but not Elliot. Oh, sorry. Okay. Elliot is his brother. I could I could pitch it to them, see what they think. But yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff that we um that that we've talked about during the whole thing. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's like almost like sometimes I'll like for be like, oh yeah, I forgot about that thing, and then there was this thing, and it was also cool being in a VIP lounge. It made me feel like very I- like a very important person. I was really tired and angry because, like, I was just super frustrated from doing all this stuff, and I was, like, getting tired out. So I went to the VIP lounge, and I just basically, like, laid down on the table, and I was next to Proz D, who does uh, Vines and uh, tweets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I looked, and I don't know why, but I was like, dude, are those fucking, like, panda snacks? And he goes, like, yeah, do you want some? And I go no like well that'd be rude i just met you <laughs> and i was just like so fucking out of it and tired because i was and frustrated i just had this conversation about these panda snacks with the guy who was obviously like oh boy who's the fuck is this yeah but, but i was like half passed out from exhaustion so mm-hmm. so yeah prosdi uh thanks for offering your panda snacks to me i'm sorry i kind of came to you in a half drunken stupor basically and apparently you met you saw suda 51 there but you just told me like i think it's suda 51 or just some guy speaking japanese we talked to a guy from capcom who said he would love your um thing but he didn't i think that's because i couldn't make it to the capcom live which was unfortunate but like i was so fucking busy like i i had to like squeeze in uh I had to squeeze in meeting up with my cousins too by the way guys lemon pepper wings are the best shit like what they're so good max's coal oven grill um no like max's coal oven pizza (laughs) is the fucking best pizza place i've ever been to it's so good i want to go back so bad if they invite me to momocon i might just exclusively eat there (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. this this then lego movie there was a trailer what lego movie has yeah you didn't know that yeah lego movie 2 has had a trailer for like weeks Oh, guys, I, I, I told you guys to like ignore me because there's a person that's been like constantly oh. posting it multiple times, and I thought it'd be a funny bit to be like, "Oh yeah, there's this trailer," and then we just keep going. Well, yeah, but now uh, we have to talk about it. Any, but anyway, yeah, Momocon. So, um, anybody have a specific favorite moment? I don't know if there are like too many, but yeah. it was actually a cool moment. Was uh, in our kind of booth area was the people who helped create the 90s x-men show oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and i got to i bought their book and they uh signed it and i got to tell them kind of like my memories of the x-men show which was like um that like no one knew exactly how to pronounce magneto <laughs> like the show kind of i remember that and then i told them that and they're like actually when and it's in their book also when we met with stan lee he didn't know how to pronounce all the names you're we like is it xavier or xavier and he was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know." And they're like, "You're the creator of the X Men." <laughs> I don't know. They were really super nice and like let me geek out in front of them. They're very- <laughs> it's hard because like there was so many different moments. I could literally list off like a ten, like a ten list. Uh, top I mean, ten, top ten, yeah, yeah, a top ten list of my favorite things that happened at MomoCon. 
um with you guys just in general like just being there in the same presence was great like the i guess the podcast itself Mm -hmm. um as far as like superficial like just like very me moments again kate lith just like loving the drawing i drew for her and then like she said i took a stalker photo because she actually set up the picture i drew to where it was like displayed to where she could see it the rest of the convention and i saw it and i was like oh my god and i like took a quick like snapshot just to be like oh it did happen (sighs) that was cool we're you know the live podcast was particularly just seeing all the fans in that packed was like a it it was packed, and I was yeah. like legit shocked that it was. Yeah, because realistically, we were expecting like what five people to show up. Like we didn't think people would actually yeah. show up to this. I thought at least twenty, like because we mm. had enough people. Sh- okay, that was really interesting. Is me and Jim both went to our room, Team Jizzy room, <laughs> to like t- take a break yeah. for a moment. And um, as we're walking past, we walked past the panel room, and there was already a line forming. Like there yeah. was already like people there and it was just really interesting because it, it felt like one of those like animes where you have like a side character that featured in each episode. And then all of a sudden towards the finale that you just have like a, a cameos for all of them. So we're seeing all these reoccurring characters just like <laughs> sitting there waiting for our panel. It was very like all inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was pretty like, besides the fact that it was reboot the um, podcast, like, it was certainly chill. I'm surprised y'all managed to just... I okay. thought y'all would have actually planned something we for We planned it. something for this one, and this hasn't, like, went anywhere close <laughs> yeah. to being on rail. So yeah. we honest, I think we honestly operate better way off the... Like, the only exception is the fucking Monster Trucks podcast, because I specific, specifically said we have to be off the cup, and I think I jinxed it for everybody in their brain. Yeah. Because they were trying to be... We were all trying to be funny, and it wasn't working, because we weren't being us. But uh, what was I going to say? What was I going to add on to the uh, podcast? Like, I, I didn't think, like, five years ago, it would have... I would have wound up being on a panel that was packed, and, like, I was partially responsible for, for it, you know? As yeah. weird as that is to say, like, people came to see all of us. That whole room came to see all of us, and that's fucking weird to me. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, you know, we're just a couple of jerk-offs and a mic, you know? We're not, uh, for the most part, none of us are really that special. <laughs> That's how it works. That I'm with no. What I mean, it's like, we're just normal Ooh. people. It's yeah. weird that, yeah. like, you know, there, there's these people that, like, they see us as something more. Yeah. No, it did, like, I don't know, it was, like, it made me feel, like, part of more of a community. Ooh then because you're all like when you make youtube stuff and you're on podcast we're all like very separated mm-hmm. it was like oh wow i'm like part of this i'm really part of this group you know it was like very uh i don't know it was kind of it was very beautiful i guess mm-hmm. hey uh pan you're not being sentimental with the rest of us oh i Come don't know I, I, i'm not good at expressing emotions you know yeah that's literally his response to everything though it was great yeah. it was the yeah yeah or like when we got to meet Raven. Oh, that was great. Okay, so um, Frederator paid for us to have sushi oh, yeah. and drinks. Me uh, and yeah, uh, you guys. Sorry, <laughs> miscommunication. Yeah, abandoned me and Spo. But um, so I got drunk because I'm on keto, so there's no like carbs in me, and then I'm also a lightweight. So like, combine the two of them, I like I had like two drinks, so I was pretty like toasted. And me, Nolan, and Jim are, like, walking in this thing. And we see this amazing Raven cosplayer. And I'm like, Pan, I'm making your dreams come true. We're going to go over here. You're going to take a picture with her. And, like, Pan does the most awkward pose I've ever seen. 
<laughs> like, like he, I don't know what you were trying to do. What were you doing? I guess it's just like, look, it's Raven. It's like that one, like, a picture of Will Smith where he's just like, yeah, doing that weird. Stance. I don't know. It's like I, I can, I'm not gonna go up to like a random or whatever cosplayer and say, "Hey, I make uh, very suggestive jokes about people about Raven, Hong Kong." You could go up to a girl that's dressed as Raven and be like, "Hey." Raven's like my favorite character. Your cosplay's awesome. And then, you know, be like a normal human being. I mean, there was one time I wish I did that. There was I saw some girl dressed up as uh, Calypso's daughter from Twisted Metal at MomoCon. And I was like, what the fuck? Is that Twisted Metal? Someone cares still? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I saw a Vivian cosplayer. Who that? Uh, Vivian's the trans character from uh, Paper Mario, and I got really excited. I was like, oh, I'm going to take a picture with this person. Mm-hmm. And they were a fan of our podcast. It was weird. It was like, Ooh. I walked up to a stranger, and they're like, oh, hey, Izzy. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Actually, actually something, I, I saw a mystery science theater cosplay person who I'd seen on Twitter, and I took their picture, and I was like, oh, hey, I saw you on Twitter, and uh, I just really wanted to see you you know, I make some mystery science theater content and she like walked by me after I'd done the picture and she was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> what was oh. that? <laughs> it was, it was, it was sort of like, it was sort of like, I know who you're, just leave me alone. Like, just like, oh, I mean, she's in the video. She's just wearing this Tom shirt. I shouldn't have added her like that. And I feel bad. So but we yeah. can see this in the video. Not her doing that. Cause oh. I just took the thing, but. It was happened right after I found. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh. One. Oh, what was your favorite moment? I just want to say, well, uh, there was one person who cosplayed as Moody Girl Thirteen, my OC, my character from my comic. I'm glad that was your favorite moment. Oh, I, I didn't. Well, not. In, I guess not necessarily a favorite moment, but I just really appreciate that. But favorite moment, I don't know. Eating pizza in that hotel room, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was yeah, a lot of fun. Was, that was really cool. Yeah. You like that everybody just chilling out and having pizza. Like honestly, too. fuck conventions. I wouldn't mind just uh, just all of us like hanging out in a big big old <laughs> room or Airbnb and just eating yeah. pizza and chilling out. Mm-hmm. Find, finding another scarf's lounge and scarfing down some pizza. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. next next pod or, or um, the pizza con. It's just where we get a B R B and B, and it's just uh, random YouTubers we're friends with. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's the con. And then, like, and, and, no, like, and then we have like yeah. a big plexiglass wall where people can like look at us and watch us eat, oh. but they can't join. Oh. No, it, it, it's it's we're, we'll reinvent cons. This this con we won't say where it is, but we'll stream it out, and then you see people show up, and you're like, oh my god, this person, and we'll get a celebrity, like a real one. Like mm-hmm. we could do commentaries. Uh, we'll set up a couple of movies. This could actually legitimately be really cool. <laughs> and then when it's all over, do a commentary of the convention itself. Boom. Million dollars. Uh, okay, so someone mentioned the convention that will not be Yo. named. Um, I am more than willing to work with another convention in Indiana for us because, like, as far as, like, the, the traveling situation goes, it works out a lot because since I live here and we're so close in the Midwest, because, like, Indiana, generally, Indianapolis is, like, three-hour drive from most major cities around it. Mm-hmm. like chicago um louisville etc um so like getting us we, you guys could stay at my place you if you have any merch or anything you want to sell you can have it shipped to my place 
And so like overall, like it, it's a very good situation. So I think that's a possibility. Uh, I just don't know which of the Indianapolis-based conventions to do it. Yeah, so if anybody from Indiana knows any cons, you know, as you do, you got it. Yeah. You guys are good at you guys are good at causing a ruckus. You can do it. Yeah, fine one. Mm-hmm. Also, Spo, uh, do you mind telling the story about my friend that I introduced you to, but you knew who she was, but don't say her name? Oh, yeah. Um, so Izzy would introduce me to um, one of her friends who I guess was having a, a booth there. And um, I kind of saw her art and I like I recognized her art, but like not from like the civil for work stuff. Like I recognized her because like she draws like a kind of like NSFW stuff. And I had to just pull Izzy over and be like, <laughs> I know who that person is, but I got to show you. And she ended up telling them I'm that sorry, she knew it. I didn't mean to. So as soon as I you do that all the time, Izzy. Cool. <laughs> Shut up. You always so dox people by out. accident. I, well, okay. As soon as I found out that she does not say for work stuff, I just ran over to her booth and I'm like, I know about your Tumblr. <laughs> and then, and then she, and then her eyes like the most ominous like, thing you could say. What? There's like a half a second beat. Like, like she just like skipped a beat for a second. Like <laughs> as her mind, and you'd actually see the gears connection. She goes, uh, what? <laughs> And, th- and then you played the Hanna-Barbera Scooby-Doo run sound and <laughs> mm-hmm. I, it was a, it was a great time to be had by all. I wish I met Kari Walgreen cause I had a Kimmy drawing I wanted to work, but mm-hmm. unfortunately that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Kari Walgreen. I can mail it to you at a PO box. I'm not creepy. My hands are completely dry right now. Um, yeah. I wish yeah, I could- is that a, I wish I got to meet Suda Fifty One, but no, I did not. Sad. No, just like hey. Oh, we could have met the. Uh, uh, oh, uh, sorry. Be like, whoops! I dropped my Magnum drawings for my micro cartoon. My Magnum drawings for my Magnum Dawn. Something like that. You know what I meant. <laughs> hey Suda, do you want to make a um? Uh, oh God, if you could, you could have handed them a local IRL um business card. <laughs> He'd be like, the he, fuck? Could, he could, he could. He could have read Loki IRL he'd be, one. He'd be like, what the fuck is this Gaijin shit? Get this out of here. Is Gaijin for Western people or is it for uh, exclusively for white people? I think it's just foreigners in general. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We, sh- we should ask Gaijin Goomba. He was at the con. Snub Dizzy, so no, he's not going to keep asshole. Okay, so like basically I ran into him while people were setting up and he was kind of standing at the place where he's supposed to sign autographs or whatever before people. And I'm just like, walk up to him. I'm like, hi, I'm Izzy. I'm also a YouTuber. We're on the Pizza Party podcast. And he just was so uninterested in the conversation. Like, oh. well, he does like, have an appearance fee. Wait, so, so you're saying he's heard the podcast? I Maybe, but probably not. Got it. Like, oh. well, because I introduced myself as, hey, I'm a friend with Trailer Drake, who used to do stuff with um, the, what do you call it? The, the, Theorist, the theorist, the the game theory. Mm-hmm. Matt Pat. Matt Pat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like tra- Trailer Drake used to be on that channel, and so like I assume be like, hey, I'm a friend of a friend. He might been like, you know, because I didn't like try to like pass it off like oh, I knew someone big. I just knew someone that's like, on equal footing as us. Mm-hmm. And you know, I expected like, oh, hey, cool, but it was just kind of like, oh, uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You accidentally. Uh, 
brought up some bad blood or yeah that's about it probably or maybe it was just awkward you know so you guys want to get into questions sure i I could do a couple we've already been recording for a long ass time Uh, are there any about reboots because i'd really like to talk about my no but if anyone has a question be sure to start out with the word question so it's easier to find and post them in the youtube comments of this video or post them in the stream and join us on twitch question you think a furry artist could make it in the animation business (laughs) yes don't they all did you see the movie zootopia fun fact almost every artist on like I, I feel like every other artist has some kind of secret fetish they draw a lot. Yeah, it's e- it's either they are they've drawn porn a lot before. They have a specific fetish they like drawing, which is why you see Vor and uh, Bondage all the time. Um, by the way, I was hoping Saber Spark would reveal some dirt. Like he got an interview with somebody, but no, he was just like, so was uh was a totally spice fetish fuel? Maybe I don't know. Fuck you, Saber. Complete disappointment. <laughs> What? Yeah, he he totally he was <laughs> like he like brings up the question. So it was totally spies complete fetish fuel, and he he didn't even like bring proof or ask anybody from the show. He just said maybe. I mean, I wasn't there. I th- I recall the creator of the show said something about like saying, "Hey, you guys got to stop fetishizing these girls." A long time ago. Yeah, well, I don't know. It was probably in French and translated poorly. Uh, um. Question, what were your thoughts on my Nostalgia Critic cosplay? Yeah, where was Nostalgia Critic? Yeah, where was he? I think he changed the channel. (laughs) Where'd he go? (laughs) Question, thoughts on Top Team team Epic going on Toonami. Why isn't Panny and Stocking on Toonami? That would have been so much better. I'm down for that. Fuck we do you, clearly. Spo. Spo, Nobody you're cares out. about penny and stocking. Pop team out. It's the it's I'd the rather, it's the hot it's the hot new thing. Look, I rather teams, teams don't care about. I mean, I rather a pop team epic be on Adult Swim itself than Toonami since Toonami is an action block. It's not an anime. Pam block. Taro. Like in, it's an an. It's it's Taro. Batman the animated series uh, should have reboot rebooted or, um, Tamtaro instead uh, of no, no 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 they did that that last that last Batman uh animated movie with Harley Batman Quinn and Harley was Quinn. that yeah, and that shit. sucked that was, yeah, bad. was bad I don't want them doing that I don't that mean again. that I don't particularly that but just in general like Batman the animated series fits better on Toonami than let's say Hamtaro or Pop Team Epic yeah actually is it on a streaming service or is it being played anywhere? Because that would, I think if that, like, they majorly did a push of that, people would get excited because it's so well uh, liked right now. Well, it's on, like, Funimation or whatever. I don't know. One of those things. Like, they should, if they if they were like, hey, every Batman the animated series at 11, I bet you they'd get good ratings. Yeah. Like, airs on, like, Discovery, fam- on, like, Discovery Family, which no one watches, so. Now, what are your thoughts on AT&T buying Warner Brothers? I don't know what that really means. Monopolies are never good, so I'm not into it. it I mean, uh, it sounds like they might actually buy Fox and Disney won't have Fox, so deal with that. That'll be scary. Question, Pan, do you like any other Star Fox games than 64? No. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Question, favorite TV shows from the Jim Henson Company aside from Muppet Show and Sesame Street? Fraggle Rock or The Dinosaur? Uh, you're a fraggle Muppet Babies. I don't. The new adult movie looks pretty funny, if I do say so myself. Yeah. No, it does look pretty good. You remember Beekman's World? I don't know what Beekman is. No. Didn't Jim that guy Ma- do a crossover with uh, Captain Disillusional? Oh, 
Maybe. Hey, mm. Cuddle Donkey said one says question. Other than Incredibles two, what was your most disappointing sequel you ever watched? Shrek three. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know Shrek four. Like I could deal with Shrek three, but Shrek four just felt like we, it was dead. <laughs> it was just like there's no life to this anymore. It's over. Mm-hmm. I, I would say I would say Smoking the Bandit three. <laughs> um, Incredibles two. <laughs> No, no, Izzy, what was Izzy going to say? Oh, I was going to say was, like, I saw Shrek 3 um, pirate it, and I still wanted my money back. <laughs> I mean, I Is was, it that I was, bad? I was, I, I, I just didn't like it at all. I, I remember liking it, but Shrek 4, yeah, Shrek 4 was just depressing to watch. I don't know, like, it, it was so weird, just jarring, just like Shrek 1 was a phenomenon, and you go watch Shrek 4 in theaters, and the theater's dead, and nobody really cares or is really laughing, and it's like, yeah, this is a movie. I mean, you know they're doing Shrek like, 5 is penciled for next year. I mean, I, okay, I want Shrek 5 to be successful, and I want them to, like, maybe make fun of how Disney just keeps doing the whole surprise, this character was the villain the whole time thing. They should make fun of Disney making fun of themselves in a clear response well, to the original Shrek movie. I mean, the problem with doing Shrek is, like, Tangled is very much in a... In a in as as laughable as this is going to sound is very much in like a post shrek world where like like they have the whole thing like i'm a prince you know and like all this crap and i'm like how what is that like for kids who like this is their first fairy tale they actually don't know so like this i never really got how that anyway yeah i just thought it was i don't think disney's really making movie for kids anymore i think they're making them more for their fans no, they make. I mean, they make them for. They still make them for kids. Kids love Tangled, but I think it's like it's not, that. They it's aren't like first. I don't think anymore. Now they're like, uh, we're we're in guys. You know, we're trying to win you over. Yeah, but we're not like we're gonna make it like fun. Like it's like the fun uncle who's like, like he he's really popular with the kids, but like he he feels bad because like his teenage like uh, nephews and nieces don't really like him that much. Mm-hmm. So he like kind of pokes yeah. fun at himself a little bit, but not too much to make them think he's a total fucking loser. So he's like, yeah, I, I'm I'm cool, guys. You know, I'm hip. I can be. I can poke fun at myself. And the teenagers like, huh? Hey, you pretty cool. You all right? And then like, the, if you <laughs> and the yeah. uncle's just like, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the uncle. I, I feel like once you've done uncle, like the problem with. It's like sort of like why you couldn't make an airplane too. Mm-hmm. It's like once you've done that, it's hard to like get that spontaneity. Like when the first Shrek came out, it was like, oh, they're making fun of Disney. It's an animated thing. You can't believe DreamWorks is going to do this. And at this point, it's like so kind of predictable. And so many people have done send up of fairy tales. I don't like know what else you could really do well, with that property. Like you Shrek really have to reinvent a sci-fi it. Movie. I had an idea. Like, okay, so what if that idea where it's like they make fun of Disney for making fun of Disney and it's like, what if it's Shrek 4 or 5 is about them like being sincere and trying to appreciate fairy tales instead of trying to make fun of them, you know? Like they go they oh, go in reverse. Okay. Like, they, they try to reverse okay. everything they've created and just like say, hey, let's appreciate these fairy tales, you know? But like, but like Josh Gad would play Shrek. We can all agree oh. that that's what's going to happen. And then Kevin Hart will play Donkey, and then uh, I don't know who Cameron Diaz will play Cameron Diaz, but no, oh. everybody mm-hmm. was in Shrek just disappeared afterwards. So sad. Yeah, because I don't think they're coming back officially. The voices, so they'll get new voices. Right. Well, I mean, like once you do Shrek two, there's no you peaked. That's already the Citizen Kane of Shrek movies. Do you, do you ever seen that when Tim and Eric did? 
promotion for Shrek 3 and <laughs> yeah. like wore green makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like my favorite Tim and Eric gag that they like really went on talk shows to be like, we just want to talk about this fantastic film, Shrek 3. <laughs> like, oh my God. Or is it Shrek the third? I forget. It's Shrek the third. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The wait is over. <laughs> that's right. Shrek 3 is coming out May 18th, and we couldn't be more excited. You know, gather up all your friends, go to your local theater, and check out this wonderful movie. They're all back. You got. Mike Myers, Cameron Diaz, and Murphy, Murphy, even Justin Timberlake's in the new one. You know what? Go on the internet, post a bulletin, go on the message boards, tell your friends about Shrek 3. Oh, and check out our MySpace page, because we've redesigned it to look awesome, it looks like Shrek. It's really cool. And don't forget, the movie's coming out May 18th. Everyone go out and check it out. Like every Disney movie from now on, it's just like, LOL, I'm not like those other Disney princesses. You know, you always have yeah. that one scene. Even in Moana, it's like, I'm like, I'm very sick of like, it's like not really even clever anymore. Like what? I don't know. If you start to sing, I'm gonna throw up. Even though like his first appearance was a song. <laughs> like, yeah, and the, the but, then, but, but then they'll like have a song in it anyway. It's like we have to acknowledge that this is cheesy, even though we're just gonna like lean into it pretty hard. Yeah. But, you know. I think the I think what would have been better is is if he said, "So are you gonna sing a song, or are you gonna actually get something d- done?" <laughs> like yeah, that would that would have been a bit more tolerable. I think. I mean, it's like what Zootopia or Wreck-It Ralph does is like more interesting to me than like having like just do a Disney movie. Don't like do this like, oh, we're a Disney movie, but we're like pretty self-aware, so it's cool. We're like Deadpool, you know. It's cool. um, question thoughts on the most um, recent animated movie trailers. They look pretty pretty swell. I think I'm excited to see. What... I don't watch trailers. You don't. Yeah, I try to avoid trailers as much as possible. <laughs> they spoil everything, you know. So, sometimes yeah. you just want to go into a movie raw you know actually when i saw uh hereditary i didn't really hadn't watched any of the trailers and it like blew my mind so i mean that's an awesome movie well like get out for example i didn't know anything about it i just did it made white people uncomfortable so i went to go see it <laughs> and um and so Sorry. like i i didn't know the mind control i didn't know that because like, i thought that was like a plot twist that was in the movie and that blew my mind and then I go back and watch the trailer afterwards. I'm like, it told every fucking thing. Like, there's there's nothing. Yeah. Like, you I think go the, in surprise. The worst, I, mean, I, see- I think the worst case of it was Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, yeah. Why? That was probably one of the worst tra- like trailers spoiling the movie. When? What did they spoil? I remember, like, the trailer for Sing. It just sort of spoiled one of the, like, like a, a bunch of the characters, like, all their arcs and stuff. And it's like, wow. They barely had an arc. It was- <laughs> Sing had the most predictable and bare basic arc it was just like you're not my son that's my son and they still that's spoiled the it in the trailer what i mean with spider-man homecoming was they um show like oh tony like tony is uh a mentoring peter and stuff everything's going good and then and then uh oh oh tony's there and he's like you i'm taking the suit back then you see spider-man in his home style suit fighting the vulture and it's like wow you just spoiled the whole fucking movie with trailers no, but that doesn't that doesn't spoil the movie because that movie's still surprised him that like nobody like any i saw that movie twice in theaters and both times people flipped out with <laughs> the what surprise I, well izzy hasn't seen it so i've seen no I, I haven't seen the trailer but i've seen the movie oh, oh like I, thing okay. with the thing with michael keaton being the dad like everybody went oh shit okay like, yeah nobody, that's that's one yeah. twist i guess that, that, but... no that is a that is a good that's a good twist like that is a good like because then you have the the thing in the car is like maybe the most suspenseful Agreed. scene in that whole movie like that's a really and it has the whole like metaphor of the girlfriend's dad and the tension and how you're worried like he could 
you know it's like that 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 was a great i really i thought they did a good job Mm-hmm. To clarify, I have seen all the Marvel movies now. I saw Infinity War out of order because I was scared of spoilers for that one because mm-hmm. of how big it is. And mm-hmm. then I went and saw Black Panther, um, Spider-Man Homecoming, and Thor 2 in that order. Wait, you mean Thor 3? Why? But yeah, that whatever. The, the oh, okay. Thor movies barely count. No, I was gonna. I was gonna be like, there's a lot. There's a lot of Thor too. There's a lot of movies where they could have just kind of. Uh, combine them into other movies which is kind of annoying well like thor ragnarok as much as it is the best thor movie it's so redundant by infinity war none of it matters yeah. they undid everything <laughs> yeah that that was like i didn't really like how they just like just killed everybody at the beginning of it's like what are you doing with thor now like that was i don't know thor is gonna we all know thor is gonna die like i actually, I actually think they might fold him into the guardians of the galaxy I've I've sort of thought I don't I don't have this from anywhere or anything any source on this but I'm just saying like it just feels like he'd be better suited for that and since they're getting rid of the guardians with the third movie um since they're going to come back in Infinity War or Avengers 4 obviously uh I I feel like Thor could be a good way to do that but I don't know we'll see So wait what do you so the third mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy movie is confirmed to be the final one My ass No it'll be the fi- no no it's not the final sorry it's not the final movie it's the final movie of that that group So like who will stick around from that group I don't know but it yeah. sounds like they're going to cuz Chris Pratt is like too expensive to keep around which is like I think 100% why he turned to dust spoilers um for the third highest grossing movie of all time uh like because there he was probably like look my agent wants me out of here because i gotta film jurassic world so yeah so like, like when is chris pratt's bubble gonna burst because he's like super popular he's it, it's gonna end eventually well his his bubble sort of has burst but the problem is is he's in all these big franchises so he can still exist but like I don't think he can like open movies cuz like when Magnificent 7 came out I remember a lot of people saying like I'm not as into Chris Pratt as I like I openly heard people like doubting him so he needs to do something that's sold on his charisma cuz if he doesn't people are just going to get sick of him you know he's not special anymore he's not the special anymore. <laughs> That's a Lego movie reference. And when everyone's the special, no one will be. And on that note. So who are you people? Yeah, um, I'm Nolan. Uh, thank you for an awesome connection. I was Jim. I was Pam. Spo. Follow Spo on Twitter. Okay, Jim called him Snarf once, and it was the funniest thing, and I ran with the first <laughs> Yeah, so the good Twitter cats was topical then. Bye. All right. Bye, bye, everybody. Bye. Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? I am one of those melodramatic fools, neurotic to the bone, no doubt about it. Sometimes I give myself the creeps. Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me. It all keeps adding up. I think I'm cracking up. Am I just paranoid or am I just stoned? 
I went to a shrink to analyze my dreams. She says it's lack of sex that brings me down. I went to a whore. He said my life's a bore. So quit my whining cause it's bringing her down. Sometimes I give myself a creep. Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me. It all keeps adding up. I think I'm cracking up. Am I just paranoid? I am.